0: with discretion (laughs) that's hardcore (laughs) all right i'm into tarot and stuff but that's that's too far no
1: welcome to the placeholder podcast season one episode eight covering self-development and self-progression with featured guest v marie Shake off the rust and knock off the dust because we are live. Okay. Thank you everybody for tuning into the Placeholder Podcast, um, where Dan and I take two things and form it into one special and unique idea. Tonight is a very special podcast because we have our first ever guest and we are testing out our guest format and formula. So for this episode, uh, what you can look forward to is that we we decided to look for people that we're looking through in real life and people who had interesting social media and presence and could tell us a, a why range of things that we really don't know about so it'll be a very interesting podcast uh, we have a special guest who regularly talks about self-care self-development and topics that you know honesty, we should probably look uh, more into so uh, without further ado i'd like to introduce my guest a friend a writer an artist and a first-time guest of the placeholder podcast v murray welcome to the podcast
0: thanks that was nice introduction. <laughs>
1: I hope so. It's it's kind of been a, a bit of a rocky road. um I think legit, like the last time I seen your face or talked to you, might have been like the Halloween when we ate pizza, like me and Dan in the sumo suits.
0: Yes, that's honestly like when I think of you two, that's the first memory. I'm, I'm glad
2: me. that's the impression we left because that's really how I want to project myself to the world. of just overweight sum-
0: ninja sums it yeah. you two up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just-
1: I-
2: I think so, right? Just <laughs> drunk and pizza. It's at least half my personality
1: summed up in those two items. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I think we came here to talk a little bit about self-development and, and um, what that means to you. So maybe you can kind of give us a little bit of insight on that.
0: Uh, it's kind of awkward to say, but to be honest, I just didn't really like the person that I was, I guess. Um, I didn't feel like I was being
1: genuine.
0: And authentic. There's been a lot of like traumatic experiences in my life that just kind of made me, you know, stop and think about, you know, life itself and where I wanted to be in life. And, um, yeah, then I just started researching various things, lots of reading, lots of self awareness. And yeah, it just progressed. I've been writing for 20 years and yeah, I just started reading, reading back and, looking different things up and uh, lots of conversations with other people too, like vulnerability. That's a huge, you have to be vulnerable. You have to talk about your feelings and your emotions and right. understand them. And
2: I think that's a good point. You bring up vulnerability. Cause I was going to, one thing I want to ask you, cause I feel like everyone on the planet should be kind of interested in self-development. It's just a part of the human condition, but most of us are very timid to share our self-development with others. And one of the one of the reasons why you're kind of we went through Facebook and why you popped out is because you're kind of much more open with your journey than I think the vast majority of people are. Is, did that come naturally to you? Like, did you find yourself this? Just-
0: no, it's actually a, a completely undeveloped skill. Uh, it's not. That, that's the the tricky part, I guess, is to be authentic, especially online. But also, yeah, just not. Uh, being fake at the same time like it's hard it's hard to balance it because you're it's not a natural way of communicating and and it's not easy especially there's a lot of judgment right so a lot of the time you know I'll post dark emotional things and people will take it as I'm having a bad time but that's actually not the case it's not necessarily something I'm going through right now but it's something that just resonates with me or it actually might even be somebody else's story and yeah it's just i guess that's a way to like a big part of it is just yeah just being your authentic self and in order to do that you just have to put yourself out there and regardless of the judgments you're going to get back i find right. a lot of the time people judging you it's they're just uh, they're not there they, they aren't able to accept themselves so it kind of scares them maybe i don't know right <laughs> I,
2: I would say i feel a lot of judging others it's really more their own insecurity projected outwards
0: yeah that's from what i've actually even researched and talked with people in personal growth that's yeah the general if somebody's projecting something onto you it it doesn't necessarily actually have anything to do with you usually it's something in them and actually that's a a tool you can use for self-awareness is pay attention to what you are projecting on other people. I kind of want to back up
1: there when you said something about vulnerability and being authentic, because um, uh, there's a phrase that keeps on coming up anyways, and in my specific journey to self-development was fake it till you make it. So I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on on that philosophy of not being inauthentic until you can actually make it. That's
0: a tough one. I mean, it's a saying I've used, and it's kind of got some truth behind it. But again, it's, uh, I don't know, I guess every time I post something, I just make sure that it's something true, uh, that at least I've experienced or somebody has told me that's the balance of being authentic. And in a way, every time you put yourself out there, like you are pushing yourself. And those are good skills, though, right? I think even confidence is looked at, wrong maybe in society like especially even with women sometimes it's taken the wrong way or and then you know even it depends like there's men who are more feminine right and if they want to express themselves more femininely there's a lot of judgment there but yeah, that's, you, t- you can't be yourself unless you do those things. And I guess that's the fight we're having right now.
2: I would even say a lot of what people think is faking it before you make it. It's, you're not actually faking it. You're just trying to be the person you want to be. You that's are exactly you're like trying that. to express your true self, which you're, you're not used to. So it feels like you're faking
0: it. Exactly. Yeah. You're being uncomfortable. It's a lot of advice I've gotten from my good girlfriends lately, actually.
2: Speaking of girlfriends, um, do, do you have someone, or figure in your life or some, an author that you read a lot that you kind of look to as a mentor or a guru? And if so, like what would you say the significance of that is?
0: Boy, that's a tough topic. Um, actually, it was my mother who is no longer here. Uh, she passed away. And... That is probably the biggest thing in my life that happened two and a half years ago, I think. And that was the biggest push in my life to change. And um, with losing that, it was so traumatic that I had to find uh, something. And it was so hard to match it that it ended up being a sum of things. And one of those things actually, yeah, was myself too, recognizing um, the parts in her that were instilled in me, and being able to focus on those and try and pull those out. And then, you know, in that, I think I realized also that we all in reality do need each other, like everybody needs somebody that they can count on you know and actually the more that you can have the better because that was those were the toughest times in my life and if i didn't have you know a few people to phone i wouldn't have gotten as far as i am now without that support i can say that for sure
1: I, uh, my condolences by the way my, Thank yeah, you. <laughs> that's uh the toughest the toughest loss and um i lost i lost my mother as well and it's interesting. I kind of had, I guess, a, an opposite perspective. I was really big onto the path of self development and, uh, self progression. But my experience was after my mom passed was I went on a, um, a bit of a self destruct where drinking and drug use, uh, quite heavily and, uh, essentially cut myself off from the world. And it was only after I got reconnected with my sister that I kind of started to climb my way out of the hole. But yeah, I agree with you that having the right having the right people around you um, is definitely key. I guess I know when I hit bottom, I had several missteps, but uh, I'm just wondering, uh, have you had any missteps on your initial journey when you started this, um,
0: this path to improving yourself? Oh, definitely. Like nobody's perfect. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't have the odd glass of wine on a tough day, you know, (laughs) but it's, Or, you know, I mean, marijuana, I'll be real. I've used it medicinally through my mom's death because I did not want to use pills. And, you know, it's just like, I guess in moderation, right? And keeping control, that's the thing. I don't know. It's probably, honestly, my mom and my parents' influence that, like, helped me too. Because she was, you know, like, she was such a great person. So, like, I didn't want to do that to myself, But at the same time, at the start of my journey, um, I was a mess. And like, as you know, we started this out. We were partying together. We all saw it. I was, uh, you know, it wasn't that bad, but it was good. So, you know, that had a lot to do with it. Like, I now I I drink wine, but I don't drink like that. And I don't want to. And it's just a matter of having that self-control. And yeah, because, I mean, there's an argument on what is better, like, using a natural plant or using medication, like everything has its purpose, right? I don't I'm not gonna say an opinion, but maybe that's from my like, growing up or just personal belief or but yeah, you can go either way. Anybody can. Very true.
1: Um I kinda wanna follow up with that. Oh by the way, when we were parting I barely drank. That's a that's a true story Ah uh,
0: that's yeah. true actually. I remember that. Yeah. You were not often drinking.
1: <laughs> I for yeah, I go I go for <laughs> I go for years without without touching a drink. But, um you mentioned friends. I know you mentioned marijuana, which is legal now, so there's no
0: I know, you know no that shame is. in the game
1: there. What what other resources uh have, have you used to help you develop your mind and yourself?
0: Mostly for me, I'm a creative. So lots of painting, drawing, writing. Yeah, I do meditation. I've, this in the last year, taken on weightlifting. I've always done, I've done yoga for 10 years or something. Just good things, basic life things, really. I don't know, there's a lot, I believe, like, you know, what you put into your body, whether it be the thoughts, the food, you know, the water you drink, I mean I'm going to be real cuz I'm a girl like even when I'm putting on my face creams and stuff I take my time. I think positive thoughts. Like I do believe in that that if like the more love you put out the more love you get back, right? So I just try to love myself and take care of myself um as best as I can. I mean it's ironic. I smoke. I'm trying to quit smoking, you know. Um so like again back to the nobody's perfect. That's my next one on the list for sure. But that's what I mean, right? You just one step at a time and like, don't beat yourself up. You know, if you have a step back, if you make a mistake or like I could beat myself up every day, I do beat myself up every day for smoking, but I, that's the only thing I beat myself up about now. Right. It's like, I have that one thing because I put in all that work and I feel better. I feel happy. You know, I'm grateful even despite everything I've been through, you know.
2: Yeah, I feel a lot of people they they get a period of like intense motivation. I want to do this, and I'm going to know whatever I want to quit. I want to quit smoking. I want to do cold turkey. And if they ever do, uh, you know misstep. If they ever do take a step backwards, it's like oh, I blew it. And they all the progress up to that point, they almost feel like they had to throw it out, start yeah, all and- over. And it's, it's not. You're not starting over. You took a step back. It happens. It's more about the journey. And a lot of people, they pressure them from themselves ends up backfiring when it just ends up being too much at a moment when your motivation isn't as high as it was when you first set out on this journey.
0: Yeah. And I'm just as guilty of that. That was actually one of the things I had to work on. And that's, that's part of the positive self-talk, positive affirmations. It's the way you speak about yourself, right? Exactly. Like you said, I didn't fail. I just made a mistake. I took a step back like we're it's almost like we're trained to not love ourselves in society you're trained to right. like even in the magazines or whatever it is you know you're always comparing yourself to somebody else but that's just compare yourself to where you were before compare yourself to yourself you know and i'm just
1: yeah are you um inspired more by the
0: negative thoughts or the positive thoughts
1: what, what inspires you most
0: I'd say both because I feel it's more important to embrace your feelings as they come good and bad and being authentic and vulnerable about them with yourself, which allows you to communicate them with others better. Uh, I've started to notice patterns too. Like if I'm angry, working out works better. If I'm sad writing, and you know, just paying attention to those things. Um, support systems are huge. I think that's a huge thing. That's, that's, causing problems. Cause I'll, I'll admit the more, uh, like I didn't have very many girlfriends and suddenly I have a lot and I'm being more girly and it's actually helping. It's just, or even just, you know, I don't know how to explain this. You guys are boys. Maybe you understand. <laughs> For women, we, uh, we need that connection. Like I don't know if that's a general knowledge or not, but, um, I've talked to women about it and, I'm like you agree, right? Like every girl kind of needs a girlfriend to That's just the way we are. Um but I girlfriend think men, or a gay men, friend, right? Well, I don't know. I've never <laughs> ha- I don't know if I've had any... No. Um well, I'm gay, gay gay, gay acquaintance. Gay acquaintances, but I don't know if I've actually had a gay friend. I don't think so. <laughs> so, I can't say, but I don't know how is it for you guys. So wouldn't you say like you guys are friends? It's isn't it better yeah. to have a you know the different point. with Definitely. genders? But and, you
2: know everyone should have a good girl in their life. I think we just uh, <laughs> we don't verbalize it as much as girls do with their girlfriends.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, is that what it? We... I, okay, secrets out. There you go. <laughs> You're not allowed to un- edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, yeah secrets out. It.
2: Boys like boys. We, we like our friends. We need we our
0: friends. each other's, you know, what's in the locker rooms? No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm how did so you know go about that part? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm too that. many secrets out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just heard things. Who knows? <laughs>
1: I think everyone needs their to find a support group within um, their own sex. You said you were being more girly. Uh, I'm kind of curious uh, <laughs> how how did you redefine or rediscover femininity, and what does that mean? Oh gosh,
0: I don't. I'm still working on that. Uh... <laughs> We ask authentic- hard questions on this podcast <laughs> yeah, apparently uh no that's like that's actually what I'm, I'm working on and it's just uh authenticity and well I, the, you know you lose parts of yourself through adulthood i think and i've had this conversation with, it's hard it's a tough topic it's you know there's things you're told as a woman that are inappropriate you, it's like the you know, if a man rapes a woman, it's because she was wearing something or she was, you know, there's there, I grew up with that traditional mindset. It's not, I don't agree with it, obviously. And I, I'm not saying it should be the way it is. If you look at the divine feminine and the divine masculine, you know, there are certain roles and yes, you can have masculine parts to you or feminine, but for the most part, women are supposed to be, you know, nurturing and caring. Uh, not su- I don't want to say supposed to be, it's, it's kind of like biology too. I've looked up biology and and that's how I know that women like to commune and um, communicate and interact is because uh, we used to forage and we used to do cooking and such. So in a way with that being a part of society, it is almost a part of our biology. Um, there's also things like hormones so I'm, I'm not really sure but that's what I'm kind of, what is like, I'm trying to define it myself. So it is, it's like, what is femininity? It's hard to define.
1: Yeah. We, yeah. We touched base on this on the previous podcast actually, and we discussed how nurture reinforces nature and everyone has a masculine and a feminine and it's just finding that balance between them and, and the appropriate times for which you can express Uh, that that certain characteristic uh you had mentioned that women should be acting a certain way how do you feel about the ops perspective how do you feel about men acting a certain way
0: i don't even like that i use the word should i don't mean should it's like uh like i think it just comes down to respecting and understanding each other communicating um like i don't even know how to explain it uh Cause, okay. So I, I will admit I'm a little bit more of a pretty girl, attractive girl. Like I'm told I'm beautiful. And so I'm like, okay, yes, I believe you. And yeah, like I have aesthetic features and some, like, I mean, also the attention I've gotten throughout my life. Uh, One big thing is like, yeah, if you get negative attention, um, like for me anyway, I was always like, how, like, how am I asking for this? What is, what am I doing that is telling these men that I'm, i want this. And because of, you know, that negative attention, it almost made me insecure about being a woman because you're told also that the things that you do are, you know, promoting this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, you you, you want to embrace
2: your feminine side, but the the response you get uh, negative reinforces that behavior. Because, no, you're getting unwanted attention from men that you're not trying or seeking. Yeah. Uh, And I guess
0: because we don't talk about it enough, I don't really understand. You know, it's like, like, because, like, for instance, never had a problem with you guys. That's why we're friends, right? And I do have male friends that are and always have been respectful. And there are men, obviously, who don't do that. But it's a, it is a secret battle. I think that we don't talk about enough that women have to deal with. Almost every woman probably has some sort of experience to some degree of, uh, yeah, basically being attacked for, or like, or feeling attacked, like, because I don't know, I've had, I've had guys just like, Ask me out without even asking if I had a boyfriend, and I'm like, should we maybe get to know each other first? Or I don't know. You <laughs> know, sometimes you're like with somebody, and you know, I I really don't know. So yeah, it's it's a touchy thing where it's like, what is acceptable for me? Right. Yeah. yeah, sort of know. like the no, why don't
2: you smile more? You pretty when you smile oh, type of yes. Uh, comments. Yes, I don't want to. I'm not everyone happy. appreciates, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, no. So like, yeah, know, just well, let yeah.
2: me be me. I'm not happy right
0: now. Yeah, or even I don't know. Like there's an ongoing joke with me because I I don't smile, and I, you know we say me and some of my guy friends that it's resting bitch face yeah. so that you don't get wrinkles. And I'm like, it's kind of true. It's <laughs> like, or like look at all the models. Like they yeah. don't. There's a reason you don't always. I don't know. <laughs> it's just yeah, but it's well, like all okay, the models are
2: Russian and. and <laughs> Russian culture, if you smile too much, everyone thinks you're stupid.
0: Oh, okay. Well, like, in history, <laughs> so, so if you is... smiled, it stole your soul, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> like... I think
1: you've offended half of our listeners, Dan. Yeah. Oh, well, way to go. <laughs> truth must <laughs> be told.
2: <laughs> I'm a truth teller on here. Well,
1: see uh, what's, the, what's the Russian phrase? Uh, something like, love is so cruel that you can fall in love with a goat? It's like, uh, I just
0: read that what? somewhere. I don't understand that. That's that's
1: a Russian like expression. You know, it's like, um, there's gr- grass that was greener on the other side. They have something like, love is so like cruel that you can fall in love with a goat.
2: Oh, so it's like, you don't control who you love, it, you could know fall into a shape of water situation?
0: That's, that's how that. I actually kind of took that. Or
1: they are really into bestiality.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: All right. Or going back to Let's a previous episode, there.
2: it's a beauty and the beast thing. You can fall in love with the beast if you
0: What were you guys talking about on this previous episode? Like <laughs> femininity this, and this, beauty and the this beast. is this
2: our podcast go all over the place? Yeah. I know. want
0: the link. I, <laughs> this is not fair. I thought this was the first time and it's like episode eight. Hey, okay? okay. I want to <laughs> hear You're a first beast. guest. I You're see You're the that. first
2: person that pulled we'll this
1: that. that yeah. and that's me or Shane Raven. Yeah, but we've we've been improving quite a bit and like we are so stoked that you are that you are here and yeah, yeah the, the, the conversation you bring is like I feel like I could talk to you for hours on this. Like there's a lot I've of heard like, that. Yeah, yeah. a lot of interest like, <laughs> don't get too bad yourself. I'll have a podcast right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I just hey, hey, don't forget who's my... the
1: host. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sorry that I projected that. Um I'm, I'm I... calling
1: listen now, you're not even V anymore.
0: Oh, like, don't uh, you gotta cut that out that's not fair you can't yeah. have my real name on here no I didn't agree to that we're going to make up
2: a new nickname for you just slot that in everywhere we're, okay. we're calling you So you mentioned earlier you were thinking about writing a book Can you explain to us what you were thinking about writing about and what would you what inspired this process of possibly writing a book?
0: Well, it was kind of selfish, actually. Like my book is probably this topic, and that's kind of why I signed up for it because I thought right. it would be helpful. Yeah. Well, we
2: we did tailor the podcast because we thought, oh, you seem quite passionate about this topic. Yeah. No, actually. But can was... you walk down? Like, what specific event made you think you know, a book would be a, an interesting way to tackle these issues?
0: Uh, well, that was probably part of my self actualization too. Is just. I mean, like I said, I've been writing for 20 years, legitimately. Uh, I had a huge life transition where I had time to actually collect it all and looked. And I'm like, there's like thousands, of at least a thousand pages. So I was like, I don't know, just like, why don't I do something with this? Because, yeah, I don't know. It's the thing. Everybody has a purpose and obviously... I don't know. I just believe in trying to match your passion with your purpose as much as you can. Like that's probably why people are miserable. They're working jobs that they don't really want to be doing. I like the way you and, stated yeah. that. Put,
2: putting your matching your passion with your purpose.
0: Well, thanks. I'm gonna take a copy of this podcast and use make notes for the record. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it's um... it's easier said than done to do that, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think, uh, Dan, you had uh, something you want to bring about, bo- about a reflection piece, if I recall correctly.
2: Me and Shane were talking, we really want to muscle in on the Joe Rogan Territory podcasts, So we want to ask you if you ever done DMT uh, or the sort of
0: psychedelic. What counts as a psychedelic? I... Uh, shrooms? Like,
2: yeah,
1: trans, okay. transhumanids. Shrooms, okay. uh, I think there's like... Yeah, yeah. Like those, like African, like walnuts and stuff like that. Oh wow, there's, things there's to that a lot nature. of
0: yeah, like acid. acid. Um, I have not taken DMT. I I have taken mushrooms, but not much at all. And I wouldn't say that that necessarily had to do with like my mental transition into all this. It was more, um, like again, I try to use natural substances to. This is hard. I am not endorsing drug use on anyone I am, for, the record, for the I am. Terrible people.
2: You all No. Drugs.
0: No, like for instance like microdosing mushrooms daily. I don't know if I I mean maybe if you have some severe mental but I mean like I said I've been like like even after I lost my mother, I did not feel like I I don't necessarily believe that drugs are going to help you actually um in the like transcending into your purpose and your you know all of that. Um and I honestly like I don't like the idea of any chemical drugs. So anything that's not natural again. Uh and a lot of them too, like acid, I don't like I don't know from the things I've heard about some of those it doesn't sound it sounds I don't know. Um, yeah like from what I've read on DMT or there's some drug it's like bio, Bioga Bioga I think I can't remember. It's it's in Africa that they're using for curing addiction. Cause it kind of has similar and it's again, just from a tree or like those African walnuts. I have, what is that? What are those probably they might, same. They might be the same thing. Yeah. yeah that actually might no be idea. what they are then. Okay. I don't know. See, so like things like that or, you know, cause like, I feel like they're more aids in medicinal ways than, or like even some, they do have, like with mushrooms, there's argument that they do help with like mental health in ways. But I also have beliefs on like with anxiety and depression and all these mental things that again, it's if you aren't being your authentic self, if you're not living a happy life, if you're not taking care of your body, all those things that also pertains to it. A big thing is like routine, consistency, consistency. Because, I mean, there's weeks where I fall out, right? But then, again, it's that uh, don't beat yourself up. Like, take care of yourself. Do what you got to do. And then get back into the routine and the consistency and positive things, healthy things. Um, and I don't know if I'd... Like, even my goal is to, at one point, not use marijuana at all. But yeah, I just want to
2: put out there this podcast official stance on microdosing is don't. Macro dish. Okay,
0: no. <laughs> that's your
1: endorsement. I yep.
0: stand by everything I just said. <laughs> I,
1: just,
0: I don't really know. It's get me fired
1: from my job again. God. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Son of a gun. I, I want to also put out there. I
2: want to. Also, Shane's
1: endorsement, not mine.
2: That's just gonna Shane say is actually the one pushing yeah. this on me. Oh, um, oh my. God. I guess that's one, so one cool. thing I did kind of want to bring up because it's been top of interest to me, I was actually thinking of making this to his own podcast, but I think it fits really well into this, is there is sort of this debate in psychology about what we'll we'll take the example of depression. Uh, The standard view of people with depression is that they have a negative bias when analyzing the world. They see all the dark things in the world, and that is coming from themselves. It's an internally derived condition. Whereas other psychologists promote something that's called a depressive realism, where actually the depressed people actually have a more accurate understanding of the world. They're less biased. It's non-depressed people who have a positive bias looking at the world. In other words, they're kind of more optimistic, even when they shouldn't be, when they actually probably should be depressed, if they actually understood uh, the their human condition in the world. Do you feel like, you no? Know, to take the example of depression, but we can expand it to any sort of mental health uh, struggle. Do you think it's more of an internal struggle, or is it something that actually comes from an ex- the external world, and then we have to deal with it internally because we have no way to affect the external world?
0: Uh, probably a so combination. I don't know. It's it's yeah. Because I mean that like that's the thing is if I uh. I mean, I have days where, yeah, there's lots of bad thoughts. So I just go into the self-care is what I do. Um, and I mean, yeah, there is a lot external that can make you upset. But I don't know. The one that I like the quote where it's like, you are not your brain. You are the user of your brain. Or you are not your thoughts. You are, you know, the influence to your thoughts. Like those kind of things where maybe we just let our brains take control. Like though like it's a thing. If you have a negative thought, think of a positive thought. You know, you are in a lot more control than you think.
1: Do you right. then ignore or push past your negative thoughts or have you ever given like credence and explored some of the, the darker things that have, have gone through your head?
0: Yeah. I mean, you have to, uh, yeah, I, I guess I- now what I do is more, if it's like negative self talk, I, don't um and then if it's something you know even like what we said about femininity that is something that I write a lot about because if I have an experience then yeah I usually go and write about it or you know if I'm really mad I'll go and punch my punching bag if if I have it I don't have it hung up sadly but working out you know it's just yeah so uh yeah the biggest one I try to do is just the negative self-talk that's the ones that I'll try and push out the most because I just feel like they're completely irrelevant. There is no, like, if you're, like, especially if you're fixing those things, if you're on that journey, what is the purpose of having, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, it's those negative thoughts that are going like that pinpoint what you have to work on or where that trauma came from and, you know, identifying it so you can work on it. Um, I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, it just depends on where you're at, I guess. But, uh, yeah. So it's just really, like, self-reflecting. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I
1: think so. Uh, yeah. You like, like to think of this podcast as as therapy, as also, like, drunk and high bullshit. <laughs> yeah. it's, um, it's a perfect... What, are you guys
0: of... drunk and high? You didn't say we could drink and...
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, I definitely would have
0: added drink. More. Yeah. What? Oh, you guys! This is, a, this is an
2: official pro on that podcast mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. macrodose your crystal
1: meth.
0: Good it's... fucking god, no, <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: All right, I'm um, kind of bridging the two ideas of exploring negative thoughts and the uses of psychedelics and uh, getting those natural highs. Have you
0: experimented
1: with the isolation tank before?
0: No, but that would be probably. I've heard good
1: things. Mm-hmm. Um, the, high, the high lasts for about a week. Um, you actually feel high.
0: So, are you saying you were trying to use that as an outlet instead of drugs, or you are also using psychedelics? Uh,
1: I use that. Why not both? Why not both?
0: <laughs> well, no, absolutely. But <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: um, <laughs> I do crystal meth before going the tank.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if any float tank companies are listening, please
0: endorse
1: us. Yeah. Give me a
0: free session. Come on. Yeah. No, especially uh, no, if you're that's... in
1: Russia. If you are in Russia, Russian float tanks. <laughs>
0: if I'm not all flying, the money You can't go to Russia to fucking float. Um.
1: No, they'll <laughs> de- import it in, you
0: know? Okay, now, really? <laughs> we'll start a
1: sister
2: float company.
1: To... <laughs> yeah, it'll be called the, what is it? Float tanks. Oh, <laughs>
0: That, oh, I can't wait uh, to hear what the actual podcast is like. I'm <laughs> like, what is going in and not? <laughs> oh boy, uh, it all uh,
2: stays. Yeah, everything.
1: I think so. Uh, I, I think we do a good job. <laughs> I probably should have sent you a copy of the podcast before you came on.
0: Oh, shit, I said that. Oh, like, did that I not happen? This, no, you yeah. didn't even send me the oh, template a until post. today, was it? When I'm like driving home from Saskatoon, and I'm like, <laughs> awesome. Thank well, you. no. In no. our
2: defense, we didn't have a format until today. <laughs> so oh, well, that helps. You you got that it. Uh, right around the same time we got it. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh-huh, well, that doesn't make it any better.
2: Uh, the the writers we paid
1: ten cents an hour to in Russia. We're really slow. to speak.
0: no, you didn't. There's <laughs> typos. It's terrible.
1: This is this background is is our actual podcast cover. That's and that's that's why it's in Russian. I believe it. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... Yeah. We, we actually... I actually, like... We had, like, a Russian, like, catchphrase, like, at the beginning, and I, I didn't do it just because...
0: <laughs> See, this is part of my standards and boundaries. You do not yeah. blame me for your actions. <laughs> I am sorry. You're, no.
1: You're telling me not to as an Asian man? You're, I'm, you're wow, just not, it doesn't,
0: I don't care who you are. It just you don't matters. care about Asians. Wow. I don't care you who you are to care short. that you are going to blame your actions on me. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman. It doesn't matter if you're any culture. It doesn't matter who you Say are. or not. You know. No. You will not blame your actions on me. That's all I'm saying. Oh, so you're
2: <laughs> saying the white man has no uh, blame in the plight of the Asian man.
0: I'm not. Is this going to get edited out? In my honest opinion, I think the Asians it, are going to be the next evolution. It's going to get, the get edited evolution. to make you look terrible on the No. Okay, well, this isn't, well, it's pro-Asian, so I honestly, if anybody's winning the next evolution, I do believe it's the Asians.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> they're savages.
0: <laughs> no, because no. they're... Um, That's where that
2: line goes in here.
0: ...dynamic thing. and adaptive, and there's a lot of things.
2: Oh, like, so Asians are better than other races?
0: They seem like they know what they're doing in some ways, and just, you know, they live, they do live... I think the Italians are the only ones I've heard that live maybe as long, um, and I don't know if it's as consistently across. It's the diet, right? It is. That's the seafood, seafood diet.
2: diet. Yeah, yeah. It's Japanese, yeah. Italians, Greeks. But yeah, no, I've
1: also maybe the yeah. lips, I don't know. Yeah, there's also the the community aspect of diet. Yes. Yeah, there's a communal aspect of food that has some sort of benefit. Um, to your health and it's kind of one of those unexplained things it's kind of like um touch
0: that validates what i said about human interaction and the pandemic and texting and social media yeah, just saying
1: yeah that's actually kind of what gave birth to the
0: podcast
1: we wanted to actually have like a human voice and just kind of express our our thoughts
0: so are you two not humans or no, like, I'm like why Asian. you two? I'm not a Oh, not right. yeah, the <laughs> He's the superior type of being. So uh, you're the one that's. I'm confused. Neither, but he said there's no. You didn't. You needed a human voice. And I'm like, well, what are you two? Like.
2: Well, that's what we need. We need to talk to each other. And we see, as humans.
0: Uh huh.
2: Even Shane, as an Asian, human talking to human.
0: Oh, I see. So and me and you that. are the human, and he's the Asian.
2: Is that it? Asians are humans too. God, here we go. <laughs> oh
0: well,
2: we I don't know how many times you have to explain this. this. Go
0: back to the God. podcast. I'm tired. This is the <laughs> podcast. This all I goes know. in. I this know. This all goes in. No. no <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is actually the highlight.
0: To go yeah. back There's to your this. float tank, though, can we go back to that? Like, <laughs> yeah, is that okay. just how you're going to end sure. it? We're sure. done? No, yeah, no, that's no. We, That's we, how we end
2: all our podcasts with our guests. No, like, you're, you're uh, gonna screaming go... at us and like putting in rage.
0: <laughs> you are gonna go through this and to edit it, and you are gonna find so many sections where it just ended the topic awkwardly because then we got oh, yeah. into this and then we didn't get back onto the topic. That's I guarantee le- it.
1: Legit that's our every, that's our trademark. That's legit how every podcast is. <laughs> I, I need to I need to send you a copy of it, but uh
2: I am uh, so sad. Editing is a powerful. This is
1: terrible. Yeah. Ed- editing—we we all sound like geniuses when we when we uh, yeah. when we edit our podcast. We-
0: I fucking better, or I'm never talking to either one of you ever again because I of, took a you chance don't talk on to this. savage
1: Asians. I guess <laughs> fuck. Yeah. I don't
0: talk to people who ruined my career before it even started. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Go check out this podcast of me sounding yeah. really yeah. intelligent, and then go buy my book. That's yeah. not even written yet. Yeah. Listen That's to this still.
2: podcast of me calling Asians uh,
1: good solitans. marketing. No, <laughs> all right. So uh, let's go back to the float tank, and um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll go there, and then we'll uh, we'll go into our three random quotes segment after that, and then we'll wrap. I thought up we podcast. did
0: that. Oh I no, there we were ha- no, we haven't. There was two quotes we talked about.
1: No, well we're doing three. <laughs> <laughs> no, so don't we
0: do one more or three more. <laughs> one more,
1: you, you jerk. <laughs>
0: Plus, <laughs> I mean, we have from fucking quotes to float takes to this, and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> podcast
2: over. I have enough." Okay,
1: all right, all right. <laughs> all right.
0: This is such a fail.
1: No, we're good. This is actually like legit.
0: So much good great. content in
1: here. Yeah, there's okay. a lot of good content. Yeah, it's. it's I'm gold, gonna then.
0: try, try and have all faith right. in you. You so better redeem me. yourselves for all the men. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> all the Asian men v.
0: No, I have yeah, never had a bad asian in my life actually <laughs> it's all the other ones <laughs> so that you, gotta, to you have to make up and not ruin this podcast in your ending that's what i'm saying or else it's done for men <laughs> just i'm just kidding continue this is the rest of my femininity rot right there all right okay. five
2: seconds awkward silence <laughs>
1: All right. So we are talking about float tanks and um, before we kind of got a little bit sidetracked, I'd mentioned that it's a good opportunity to explore um, your negative thoughts and then the high lasting about a week. Um, Just kind of want to get your thoughts on that. I know you haven't, but is that something that you would consider?
0: Uh, Well, yes, it's... um... Well, it was. I was considering it because of not the high. Um, the only comment I'm going to make to that is just: I think that's the problem is that we focus so much on the high from or like trying to get this high that matches something else, or like it's still almost like trying to escape. But really, it should be is like I'm like I like the exploration of the negative thoughts.
2: you got an interesting question I just thought of on the dome. So, well, it's not my question. This comes from Friedrich Nietzsche, if you guys ever heard of that philosopher. And it's a thought experiment. And I think it's related to what we're talking about. So imagine wherever you are in life right now, an angel or a demon comes to you and informs you that time is a flat circle, meaning that your life is like a video game or like a DVD movie. Once it ends, it goes right back to the beginning. You have to experience your life exactly as it was the first time, again and again and again. And you don't have your memories. Every time you die, you lose your memories. But you have to live the same life over and over and over again. How do you react to this information? Do you find this knowledge of time is a flat circle uplifting? Or do you find it, do you react with despair or somewhere in between?
1: What part of the circle am I in? Around the time... Right my mother, right now. Yeah. Right now, I'm happy. If it's around the time of my mother's passing, that would devastate me Um, that I'd have to experience that again. Right.
2: But you you will have to experience that experience over and over again.
1: Knowing if I had to go through it again with what I know
2: now, um,
1: yeah, that that news would devastate me and I would do what I can to get my memories back. But right. if your memories are wiped and you have to relive it again, then, yeah, for me, I'm comfortable enough to, to say so be it. But... Uh, being knowledgeable and going through it again—that, yeah, that's a game changer. And I, I wouldn't.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm neutral. I didn't feel either joy or despair from it. It's yeah. Uh, I have a different concept on time, maybe, but yeah. Well, no, this, this I,
2: is a this is a thought experiment. So you throw out whatever you think time actually well, yeah. works. Just accept that this is true. How would it make you feel?
0: Well, that's the thing, though, is I, I basically kind of agree with that, um, and that's I think why I was I was neutral, okay. uh, because I mine my thoughts. Uh, no, the uh, the the philosopher where, because when I, just when you say like time is a flat circle, I'm just like time is a concept. That's how I kind of look at it, I guess. So that's why I just I'm neutral about it because, um. Just to, like, to add on to, like, you, you Shane, it's, like, the way I look at it, everybody's going to very likely lose their mother in their life unless their life is cut short, I think. So, when I thought about what you were saying, I was just, like, you know, she, I was going to lose her at some point anyway. So, that's just a part of, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I I look at like, yeah, like, yeah, no. So I, I just, and also I'm like, I, I wouldn't change anything about my life. So that's why I'm neutral. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I'd, I'd want to go in <laughs> with the knowledge.
1: That's, that's if, if you could, if there's a way to go back in with the knowledge, that's,
0: that's kind of what I'd want. I'd want to go in with. Um, like to know that it was going to happen when it was going to happen. Is that what you mean by yeah. knowledge or? Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I would want to know. I'd
1: want to know when these dates are, or at least kind of get a feeling of okay, this is going to happen around the time you're twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight. Definitely changed my interactions um, with 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 my mother. Um, I think I got into a huge argument and um, with her the night before, and I had some negative thoughts, and I actually avoided her. And I, my last words were, were her, she was like, I don't want to talk to you. And I stormed out. She said, um, bye to me. And I just slammed the door behind me and I didn't, didn't say anything. And then, uh, the next time I saw her paramedics were working on her and said, there's nothing we can do. So it's, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd want to go in with the knowledge. Well, Absolutely. no, like
0: that is honestly, that's, that's very traumatic. Like for me, it was my mom was diagnosed with cancer and then died two months, not even two months after the diagnosis, you know, I had a friend who's uh, kind of similar. It had to do with uh, the flu though. And it was two weeks or a month. Um, so like, it's just yours. Like, in like I'm not saying that one's pain is worse than the others, but to me that would hurt me more. And so I could see why you uh, feel like that. But at the same time, I had similar thoughts to you cuz I had flashbacks of literally every time I was ever horrible to my mom or rude or like from childhood to and I held on to that guilt for a long time too. And yeah, yeah so I understand it, where you're it, coming from there kind of.
1: Yeah, it's hard to find uh, forgiveness for yourself and uh, yep. my my mom, she passed away from a heart attack and like the thing that like really gets me is that she was diagnosed with, like, cancer, like, the week before, and it's like, you got angry at someone who was dying of cancer, and, like, you wouldn't even say bye. I just came across as such a shitty person, and I kind of fed into that, I am a shitty person, and I, I wanted that destruction, so yeah, that's a, it's a weird thing, and uh I'd need to know, like, key dates. Well, I'm glad you liked it, like. Yeah, it's tough. It's uh, I don't really talk about it either. But I will say this though: um, time's a bitch, and like, yeah, I, I would need to know.
0: I think everybody experiences regrets, and I also see like, a, like you connecting with yourself though too, and I do see like progress and growth. So, yeah, I think I don't when, know. I think I went backwards from back when when you knew me. I
2: think I don't so. know. I don't think that's
1: true Shane at all. No, huh?
0: you seem very well like you, at the very least you seem very self-aware right now. So it's like even if you are maybe feeling lots of guilt and you are still in a dark place like the fact that you are actualizing those things and recognizing those things it is a step. Like I'm I had the same things. Like you know, it was it was really hard for me too and our family it took a lot of adjusting and there's been a lot of difficult situations and yeah, like I, I'm still trying to figure out kind of how I pulled myself out of it. A lot of it's what I I told you guys, but sometimes I do feel like it was a miracle too. So like, you know, we're all on a different level of the journey, but I do recognize those things. Like when you speak and yeah, even like how excited you were about this podcast, right? Like there's little see in there, like you're smiling. So it's like, it's just a journey, right? And it takes uh, time. So, but I do recognize that. And I just want to say that. So,
1: it's one hell of an experiment, man. Damn.
0: Yeah. I know. You're yeah, fucking sick. ripping us apart. Yeah. <laughs> fucking
2: Ricky Lake over here. Quasi. Well, Lake. I was just <laughs> thought of it because uh, I, I read up on it like, a few days ago. And uh, my first initial thought was like, oh, I would personally be bummed out. And the whole point of that thought experiment is, like, if it does bum you out, that's, like, that's a failure. Like, you're not living the life you should be living, and you should change it, right? You're not an bench. You're not an overman, to take the Nietzsche word for it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I,
2: I, I, I remember reading that, I'm like, oh, you know what, that, that did speak to a part of me, and it just kind of came to me. Like, it, this. it does apply to everything we're talking about.
1: So, so if if you if the thought bums you out, you're not living the life.
2: Yeah, because it feel. just means that you don't want to live
1: your life again as you're
2: living it right now, so ha- a- as you have lived it.
1: Let, let's do a. So my, a, I hope
2: you no. Know, if you ask me this question in ten years, I can look back and say, yeah, I would fully totally live my life again, over and over and over again for eternity. Okay, okay.
1: let's do like an mm. amateur and like un- uncertified psychoanalysis then uh, <laughs> I, I, I put on conditions on that so what does that mean it
0: what means you, mean? you have work that to means do I, does that mean so I that
1: conditionally you, it,
2: yeah it means us. you still have work to do but you no know.
0: and, and once like you, you just have to strive for that happy and you have to strive for that ultimate I mean that's why I'm still like I said I gotta write the book right cause that's <laughs> that's all you know and uh, and I'll agree with that because that's like that I have been there I was at the more miserable, grieving, sad. And now like even just sitting here being like neutral, well, that's a step in the right direction. You know, I'm not happy about it because I haven't done what, you know, I haven't. Yeah. But I get that. And you can do it, man. Fuck. We all can. For Probably real. True.
1: Yeah. All right. So uh, that kind of brings me to my next quote uh, is whether you think you can or you can't. You're right. What does that mean to you?
0: It's your thoughts. That's exactly it. It's the thoughts that you're feeding yourself is what's influencing your capabilities and your opportunities. I mean, yes, there's there's sometimes where you need to delve into those negative thoughts, but like for me, I like to take the time and space, right? You know, you know, instead of watching like, yeah, Netflix, do something self productive. Do some personal growth go and work out, meditate, go sit in a float tank, whatever, you know, but it's, uh, yeah, it's like what you think is what you are basically. And, but you're still in control of that.
1: Nice. Uh, What's the title of your book when it comes out?
0: I don't know yet. (laughs) I've been writing some, actually the the one title I like is it's like uh, in sickness and in health until death do us part uh, vows that you should give yourself first. I oh, like that one. I like that. Yeah,
1: that was that a good was, one. That's very well thought out. My only recommendation is you add a little bit of Russian in there. It really helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: How about we just get it translated into Russian? I'm also like, I need to do audiobooks. I need to do uh, ebooks. Like, I hate
1: this stuff.
0: It's <laughs> Yo, so complicated. Ebooks would
1: be ebooks, what you tell. <laughs>
0: Say that again.
1: What? Your, your uh, ebook should be uh, ebook Zappo which is placeholder. Oh,
0: God.
1: <laughs> the Thanks. Holder e-book?
0: That's yeah. going to help sell my book. Thank you. I I'm so. glad I participated. All right.
2: <laughs> Give us some free branding as well.
0: Oh, God. You All just right. called it a coffee holder. <laughs> <laughs> it's like almost like, oh, it's going to prop the couch up. <laughs> like,
1: Okay. And I think on that note, we will wrap the podcast. So thank you very much, V, for coming on to the Placeholder Podcast. You can check with the book in sickness and in health or whatever it changes into. Hopefully <laughs> one day uh, in the future <laughs> online, and you can share along this knowledge of self-development. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode, and we'll catch you next time on our next episode covering urban legends and Darwin Awards. Uh, Dan, take it away in Russian.
2: Oh, man, I already forgot. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Sputnik, Sputnik. Sputnik. Uh, Maria Sharapova. Maria Sharapova. Goodness. Gennady Golovkin. Peace. Thanks, yes. guys. <laughs> Great <laughs> outro. That's going to be a very rough edit. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, okay. Thank you for oh. having me. <laughs>